0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A long-awaited report made news in Washington today and could have big ramifications for policy discussions and upcoming floor debate. The International Trade Commission is out with its economic analysis on the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. The report borders on 400 pages and examines the likely impact of the new trade deal on the U.S. economy as a whole as well as specific industries. The ITC says the agreement would increase total U.S. ag and food exports by about $2.2 billion, a jump of about 1.1%. Dairy, poultry, meat, eggs, wheat, and alcoholic beverages are seen as some of the biggest ag export winners, but the deal could also lead to greater imports of sugar and dairy products from Canada. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa says the report is important, but should be viewed with some qualifiers. What we need to keep in mind is the ITC is kind of restricted in what they can uh, report on because uh, there's so many new things that weren't in the NAFTA agreement, that are in the new USMCA agreement, uh, that uh, that they, they won't know the impact of those, so how can they study the impact of them? Asked if the report had the potential to change the conversation around USMCA on Capitol Hill, Grassley simply said no. The World Trade Organization says China has not lived up to global trade commitments on corn, wheat, and rice imports. In a ruling today, the WTO sided with the U.S. in saying that China has not fulfilled pledges to buy billions of dollars of imported commodities through tariff rate quotas. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue called the ruling another victory for American farmers and fairness in the global trade system. National Association of Wheat Growers CEO Chandler Gould says the ruling shows positive results for U.S. wheat growers and American ag as a whole.
1: This is a huge win for the U.S. wheat grower. You know, we have always known that the internal programs that the Chinese government has displaced uh, the world market and, to our calculations, has been subsidizing the Chinese wheat growers to about $10.40 a bushel. And at this time, during uh, major trade wars and lower uh, net farm income in, in the U.S., this ruling to bring China back in line and to be a good member of the WTO is a win-win for the U.S. farmer and for our trade relations.
0: The ruling comes after a previous WTO decision in February that China had exceeded domestic price support levels for its producers. The current trade climate may pose challenges to harmonious ag trade between the U.S. and China, but Gould says there's still a window for improved relations.
1: Most of the tenders to China from the U.S. are made between March and June, so we've still got time uh, to get wheat out of the U.S. and on ships and
0: headed to China. China still has more appeal options at the WTO, and Gould says he would be surprised if those options weren't exercised. More on the ruling on Bill Thompson's story on agripulse.com. The Department of Agriculture hopes to gain more information about cultured meat before finalizing a regulatory framework. Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more.
2: The Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service is asking cell-based meat companies to provide more information about the product before the department begins crafting regulations. Speaking at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln earlier this week, USDA's Deputy Undersecretary for Food Safety Mindy Brashears still has many questions about cell-based meats. From our meat science perspective, what's the amino acid composition? Do we have a complete protein? Is it the same as regular meats? What's the functionality if you put this in a meat product? USDA and the Food and Drug Administration will have joint regulatory oversight of the product. And there will be a distinction of these and our traditional meat-type products. And obviously we have research needs on the safety side because we just don't know enough about these products. their shelf life and any risk that might be in place. Brashears adds the department formed a working group with FDA to examine standards of identity, labeling, and potential markets for future cell-based meat products. For AgriPulse,
0: I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, USDA is launching a pilot project to allow online purchases of groceries for SNAP recipients in New York. Amazon, Walmart, and ShopRite will take part in the initial pilot, but more companies and states could be added. The pilot will allow SNAP recipients to use online services for grocery pickup or delivery, but SNAP funds cannot be used to pay service fees only for the products themselves. More on the story on agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.